Now, the Jen Charlton Show on 930 WFMD and WFMD.com. Telling it like it is with your host, Jen Charlton. Good morning, everyone, and welcome. It's great to have you here with us today. And I am, I'm really excited about today's show. You know, I always am excited, but this is a very important show because it deals with our sovereignty. And we've talked a lot about that. And it's stunning to me that we have to have the conversation because it's kind of like, of course, we're a nation. Of course, we have the right to defend ourselves against foreign and domestic attacks. Of course, we can prevent just anyone to come here. Of course. But it seems that in Texas and along the border, None of those rules apply. It really is a time when we have the right to say, now we've had enough, and what are we going to do about it? And what are you, elected officials, going to do about it? And if you're not, we have the right to remove you. So they're talking about impeachment with Mayorkas. And I I don't know what's taking so long. I mean, they impeached Trump twice in a, in a, in a 10-minute period, it seemed like. So, you know, what what's taking so long with Mayorkas? The guy has violated his his oath of office. And when you look at the oath of office, I mean, this is this is a serious thing. You swear to God. You swear before God. Your oath of office. I don't know about you all, but I don't take that lightly. And the people who have offended and violated. And thrown aside their oath to defend our Constitution should be removed from office, period. It's not complicated. So as we look to the future in 2024 and congressional races, there is nothing more important than having people in Congress who have a backbone, who have political courage, who have the chutzpah to say, no, you're not going to continue abusing your office and putting our people at risk. So Texas took a position this week. Governor Abbott, shout out to him. He has political courage. The AG down there is fantastic. Don't mess with Texas. I think we've got a little music about that. Yeah, I learned my lesson, so I don't mess with Texas anymore. Don't mess with Texas. It really is a time where they're standing up for the rest of us, and we should be supporting Texas. Thank God we have Texas to be there for us. But what are we doing to support Texas? See, something I've been saying for a long time is the fact that you're hiring somebody for a particular job in a congressional seat, for example, the aggregate of the votes that support our sovereignty, that protect our borders, that uh, don't put us into financial ruin, which is where we are right now, despite what Biden is trying to uh, propagate. Those races across the country that help us secure the, the overall vote to protect our nation is what's important. So in other words, you need to be supporting congressional races across the country that are America first, that support our fo- sovereignty, and who are 
making America great again candidates. In other words, they're not willing to kowtow to the WHO, the World Economic Forum, and the globalists who would have us no longer be. So we're in a moment in time of discerning between who are we putting our faith and trust in, other than God, to save our nation. So I have with me today a congressional candidate, and I'd like for her to share a little bit about herself. But before I bring on Dr. Brenda Chem, I want to have a guest on from Florida who I had the pleasure of meeting a couple years ago. She is a bold, audacious female who went to the border to try and save these children from being trafficked. She started an organization called Women Fighting for America. I've had her on before, but it's been a while. Christy Hutcherson. So I'd like to bring on Christy and uh, have her share a few words. Good morning, Christy. Good morning, Jen. Good morning, listeners. How are you doing this morning? It is so great to have you with us. It's been a long time, girl, but I wanted to check in with you because of what's going on with Texas, and I know that you're very familiar. Can you first share briefly about your experience lately on the border and what you've seen? Because I know you've been down there working on behalf of the children, trying to save these people who are being trafficked, abused, and murdered. So what do you want to share about that? Well, you know, Jen, I've been down at the border since two weeks into the Biden administration with me and my team, both from the humanitarian perspective, um, the child trafficking, et cetera, and the atrocities, but also from a national intelligence and domestic intelligence and how the policies of this administration are undermining the very fabric of this nation. And, you know, the federal government has broken the compact between the United States and, and the federal government and the actual states. Um, you know, the framers included both Article 9 and Section 4, which promises that the federal government shall protect each state against invasion. And Article 1, Section 10, Clause 3, which acknowledges the state's sovereign interest in protecting their borders. And when you look at what's been going on over the course of the last three and a half years since this guy, the puppet, took office, he has purposefully, willfully undermined the sovereignty of a nation. And I want your listeners to understand something. I want you to look up what the definition of treason is, Um, high treason specifically. High treason is the crime of betraying one's country, especially by attempting to kill the sovereign or to overthrow the government. And that's exactly what this administration is actively engaging in. When you allow terrorists, um, thousands upon thousands of terrorists to, to flood the borders. The numbers that are already here because of the policies between the Godaways, we cannot even count that. And when you look at the real actual numbers, because, of course, if the government's mouth is moving, they're lying to the American people. When you look at the data and all of the information that we've extracted working on both northern, southern, east, and west coast borders, because we actually have four borders, We have surmised the numbers are well over 30-plus million who have entered this country. Most of these individuals are not trackable. And so we are going to have, unfortunately, an October 7th event in the United States of America like Israel did because of the treasonous acts of this administration because of the policies. So, man, I really appreciate your insight. Here's what I want to ask you. I think we're in a struggle to understand what insurrection is. Because 
I've asserted that insurrection occurred on November 3rd and 4th of 2020. When you look at the Constitution and what it says about insurrection and what they're trying Mm -hmm. to now do to President Trump by saying in Colorado, without conviction that he has committed treason, who are these people? They have... They, they've 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 assigned themselves some undue power to say, well, we're Colorado and we think he committed insurrection, so therefore we're not going to let him be on the ballot. What kind of crap is that? Well, we are a land right now that is lawless. We we have we are supposed to be a land of law and order, and it's very clear that the the weaponization of both the judicial system and our federal DOJ system under the FBI as well. Let's expand this and into the CIA under this rogue president. It is very clear that we don't have law and order except for what their lens sees. For example, I want to, people don't understand um, really how these three-letter agencies work, and I'm going to really hone in on something very important, and and nobody's talking about this, Jen. The CIA, within the CIA, they have um, different organizations in their SAC, right? And one of those is called the Political Action Group, which is, or PAG. It is one of the least publicized elements of the CIA within their SAC division. Their primary focus is on influencing international politics, waging economic warfare, and conducting, and conducting psychological operations. It would appear that the political action group carries the legacy of the OSS, and that is the Moral Operations Division. And I'm going to name you um, several things specifically that this organization within the CIA is targeted to do. And does this sound familiar? So the PAG is thought to be used to help expand U.S. foreign policy in unstable regions when one side of the conflict is more likely to be friendly to the U.S. interests in that region. So they go in and they stage and fund protests in hostile nations as well as wage cyber and economic warfare. So their responsibilities are cyber warfare, psychological warfare, economic warfare, election interference, and covert political action to hack in, send operational officers and ground officers on the ground to destabilize a region for their political will that the government wants, our government wants to implement. Does that sound familiar of what's been going on for the last four years? And even under some of the... So you have to ask yourself, The only entity that the CIA, the only person that the CIA answers to and takes instructions and orders from, do you know who that is? President, I think. The executive branch, exactly. The president of the United States is the only one who directs the CIA to their operations. And so we are seeing rogueness within our own government. And this is very dangerous, dangerous ground. And one of the Areas that they're using to destabilize our country is open border policies, because what does that do? And America is not unique in this. If you look on a global scale, because I look, I tend to look with my military strategy background, we look at a global instance. So the free Western world is completely under attack. The invasion is going on in Ireland and Europe, all over the place. When you bring in the Brown Army, like Obama said, and you destabilize the economy with millions upon millions of illegals who are not here to assimilate, they're not here to be productive, they're here to milk. We're seeing that with being given 
um, taxpayer-funded dollars, Social Security, veterans benefits, free health care, all of these things, which, by the way, an illegal citizen does not have legal authority to have access to any of this. So we are not keeping the laws of the land. We are not protecting and defending the sovereign, the legal citizens of the United States. They are being set aside for, an, for a political agenda, for a one-world system, because America the Great is the last bastion of hope, the last watchman. We are the last domino that needs to fall so they can activate this parallel government that they've already installed. And that parallel government is the World Economic Forum, the United Nations, NATO, who that started in 1973. And that's where we're at at this time in history. And if the American people don't wake up and understand exactly what's going on, we are going to be at risk within the next 12 to 14 months to not have any free fair election ever again or sovereignty or freedom or liberty. Well, you wrapped up about my last year and a half of shows in, in, a, in, in a succinct manner. I mean, I've been covering this for a long time. You know, Christy, when you and I met, I was a different show and now it's telling it, the Jen Charlton show telling it like it is. So we've been doing that, but people have not wanted to hear it. And putting our head in the sands and trying to wish it away hasn't worked. But we have a problem right now, and I want to bring on Dr. Cham to comment. But we have a problem because there are people who actually think things are okay, which is stunning in and of itself. So, uh, and we're not going to take a break today. I want to make sure we get all of this in. Dr. Cham, what, what are your comments uh, good morning, Jan, and good morning to all your listeners. Good morning. Uh, is it Christy on the other yeah, line? Yeah, Christy. <clears throat> good morning. Uh, no longer state delegate. Okay. The Honorable, apparently okay. I still hold that title oh, when you're no longer delegate. Okay, so, got it. Very yay good. for that. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> but nonetheless, you know, what what's going on right now in our country is really, is really very hard to swallow. It's really very difficult that... The USA, the great USA, the beautiful USA, how we know her or how we know the way she should be. The border in Texas is really being invaded. In my humble opinion, it's being invaded right now. And well, let, and let's mm-hmm. say something about that and based on also what, what Christy has shared. An invasion requires military action. Mm-hmm. But they've... Texas put up razor wire and the feds made them take it down. So we're in a fed versus state issue right now. Okay. Because the fed should be instituting military action against this invasion, but they've not declared it as such for them. It's humanitarian. So we're in a world war of words right now. Mm -hmm. So I just wanted to get that in there. You know, the, the federal government has, the responsibility for uh, to enforce immigration and they're not doing that right now with the number of illegal immigrants who are crossing the borders illegal illegal immigrants crossing the borders they are not protecting us well look at what they did recently they pulled kids out of a school in new york so they could take care of illegal immigrants and every New Yorker in that district should be highly offended, not, not even just offended, but uh, can I say pissed off on the radio? Yeah, you okay, can. Okay, pissed off. Just did. 
<laughs> this is tell like it is here Carlton show. So yes, they should be pissed off, right? That their taxpayer dollars that they use to fund education for their children to attend XYZ Elementary School that they are being pulled out of school, sent home, so that illegal immigrants can be housed. But let's, I but mean, let's that's, talk about that's something. That's an atrocity, too. It's outrageous. And here's the thing, guys. When, if they were to do something other than just be pissed off about it, if they were actually to take action, what action could they take? Because anything we do, we're called insurrectionists. Mm-hmm. If we stand up and say, this is a bunch of nonsense... Y'all aren't doing your job. It's time for you to get out of office or we're going to remove you from office because we have the right to defend our nation. Mm -hmm. We're the insurrectionists. Now, Christy, can you help me sort this out? Well, you know, parents have the power of the purse and they also have the power to send their child to that school district. Um, You know, we have to do the uncomfortable right now. Um, It's not going to be easy, but we have to. We did it under COVID, so we can certainly do it now. Two things I would suggest. um, When there's masses of amount of people that get together to do something, it's very difficult for the federal government to come after you. So first and foremost, every person who pays taxes in that county, in that district, I, I would withhold that millage rate or whatever percentage it is to pay the school district salaries and for to keep the school lights on. Two, um, I, I would literally do a sit-in. And then three, I would remove my child from all of the school districts and close it down. Um, when we take command of what our rights are and what our control is, because we can only control what we can control. We can't control what the feds are doing, but we can certainly push them to do what the will of the people is because that's exactly what's supposed to take place. The other argument I want to make about this humanitarian argument that the federal government is making, um, we need to understand that what is the definition of humanitarianism, right? These people are coming over here supposedly for the, it's a humanitarian reason to keep the borders open. I can certainly argue as somebody who's pulled children out of stash houses and out of the grips of the cartel, um, little babies who have had their heads decapitated by the cartel floating down the Rio Grande, all of the pictures and the videos that I personally have on my phone that I've seen atrocities that are taking place from the cartel because they're coming over to the border. But let's trace back the origins of all of these illegals who are coming here and making the trek to their country of origin. Now, let's look at that country of origin, and now let's delve into their their communities. Now, are they really under a humanitarian crisis? And would that constitute them being able to come over and country shop? Because that's what they're doing also. These asylum seekers are country shopping, which, by the way, again, is illegal. If you're really under duress, you go to the next sovereign country that can take you in, which, by the way, would be either Mexico or Belize. I can name all of the countries that they're traipsing through that they could um, actually claim asylum. So they're country shopping. We need to understand language matters, and we need to understand to push back against their narrative that they're trying to push with real truth and facts that we can follow to make a great argument against what they're trying to push down the throats of the American people, which is all falsehoods. Brenda, any thought? Chrissy, you said uh, as you were talking country shopping, that really resonated with me. I had to take a note of that and write it down the way you described people who are coming from countries where they feel like they are maybe being uh, politically persecuted or they're, they want a better life. Maybe 
they're having significant challenges with taking care of their families and they're just looking for a better life in another country. There are many other countries that they can go to if the end goal is to seek a better life. So the the country shopping part really kind of stands out to know, uh, particularly I was watching the news a a couple of days ago and the news reporter, um, I was watching, um, I can't remember what I was watching, it may have been on Newsmax or something, but the reporter uh, approached a man coming across the border with a, a quote unquote slight Indian accent. That probably sounds familiar. You probably heard that before for our president say that. But he mentioned the fact that um, you're going to know me. You're going to know who I am soon. Oh, I saw that. Clip. And that was he scary. Terrorist, but a known terrorist on a watch list, yes. by the way. Can you imagine when I heard that? I mean, I got chills to think. God help us, what are we, what is going to happen in this country over the next several months? I pray we you don't know, have something a, catastrophic. That is such a great point. The other thing I want to make, um, really, that's really important for the listeners to understand in America. Every single time one of these illegals, whether it is a woman, uh, child, uh, whatever, uh, male, every time they pay the cartel, which every single person who comes over the border, and here, we'll, we'll just say a dollar, which is, it's not. It's $6,000 well upwards, depending on the high-value target that's coming over and being protected. And it could be upwards of over $200,000 to smuggle these individuals in. Every time they illegally break into our country, they've paid the cartel. The cartel work with, we've identified numerous different types of um, terrorist camps where the cartels are actively working with uh, Hezbollah, Venezuela, Hamas, Iran's Revolutionary Guard. Again, I have all of the proof. I Hold can back on. off. When everything. you say camps, where are those located in U.S.? Well, no. Well, there are some in the United States, but most of these type of camps are in Mexico, Colombia, Venezuela, Nicaragua in different regions, and they're training actively with Iran's Revolutionary Guard, Cud Forces. And by the way, um, our own NSA and the director of um, national intelligence did a report in February of 2023, laid all of this information out. So the Biden administration is very well aware of this. 25 miles southeast of Brownsville, Texas, in Mexico, there's one of those particular camps. And so every time we those in, those illegals pay the drug cartel a, a, a passage fee, they are funding the terrorist activities because the cartels work with the terrorists, with Hezbollah and all of this, the drug trade, weapons trade, human trafficking trade. All of that money gets funneled back into Iran because all of these organizations are proxies of the Iranian government and China and different things like that. This is a very geopolitical, complicated thing. I can prove all of what I'm saying. And we are funding our own terrorist activity. We funded October 7th because of the open border policies. Think about how many billions and billions of dollars they are making and turning around and taking that money to fund terrorism on our soil, which, by the way, American lives will be will be harmed and killed, unfortunately, because of the reckless policies, purposeful reckless policies of this administration. I can tell you right now. Okay, so Christy, hold on. We've got a break. I want to bring you back around on the the other side of the break. But I want to just let people know, this is a moment in time that will define us forever. I mean, this is not just a, a season or a cycle or one more election. What we have to figure out, and we haven't yet, is how we're going to save our country. And I know there are a lot of patriots like you, Christy, who are out there fighting for us and working 
really hard to try and do the right thing and save us. But I think there's a lot of us who are not sure we're going to make it. And you've just demonstrated by your knowledge and experience and firsthand knowledge that that we have reason to be very concerned about our safety here in U.S. Your this individual, I'm not even going to call him president, this individual, Biden, and I do believe Obama's behind him. So we'll just jam them together and call it O'Biden. Okay, that crew is behind what's going on. Therefore, they have committed treason because there's no way what's happening now is not treasonous acts against we the people. We'll be right back. Show your patriotism with a flag from the United States Flag Service. They offer premium, high-quality flags that are made in the USA. Whether it's the grand old flag, your favorite military flag, or a historical flag, celebrate your freedom with the flag from the United States Flag Service. Go to usflagservice.com. That's usflagservice.com to see their selection of available flags. And then call 1-800-USA-FLAG to purchase your flag today. USA Flag Service. Fly your flag for freedom. The following program does not necessarily reflect the views of the staff or management of WFMD. Welcome back. This is Jen, and I have with me in studio Dr. Brenda Chem, the Honorable Dr. Chem, and she is running for Congress in Maryland's 6th Congressional District and is a former delegate. We're going to hear more about that in a little minute. But I wanted to have, uh, Christy, you were about to say something when I needed to go to break. Well, we have to understand that we have an imminent threat. Christopher Ray sounded the alarm weeks back. Um, he was in front of the a congressional hearing, and he said all four red buttons have been pushed. They are actively on the highest of high alerts. Why is that in our shores? Because of open door policies by the administration to allow millions upon millions of illegals, unvetted illegals, um, terrorists from rogue nations to come through our, our borders. You know, Back in 2017, there was a report done by actually CNN. And back then, Nathan Sills, former coordinator for counterterrorism on the, uh, with the U.S. Department of State, said this quote. We, we're concerned that Venezuela President Maduro has extended safe harbor to a number of terrorist groups, including supporters and sympathizers of Hezbollah. The Iranian regime's plan to expand its influence and presence in Latin America dates back to the 80s under the late Supreme Leader um, Kohamani. As part of the ruling mullahs of exporting their extremist revolution to other countries. So what makes us think for one minute that Iran's footprint, which I reported, by the way, Jen, in December 28th, that Iran has been using uh, Maduro's country, Venezuela, as the conduit. Two Tyranian aircraft um, land twice a day minimum in, in Venezuela. They're bringing in terrorists. The Maduro government takes then and gives documents um, so that they allow Venezuelans passports and IDs. They issue them to individuals from the Middle East. So basically what's happening is terrorist nations are coming into Venezuela. The Maduro's regime, Venezuela government, is then in turn wiping clean the Iranian citizenship of these terrorists, giving them legitimate passports and identification to say that they're Venezuelan citizens. And then those individuals now are absorbing into these caravans 
quote unquote, seeking asylum, and then they're being absorbed into the United States. By the way, our own federal government knows this. They've been aware of this since dating back to 2012. And so do you think for one minute that those entities who seek harm to destroy little and big Satan, which is Israel and America, do not plan to do major harm here? Yes. We already know that there's a major stronghold here. There has been, in 2020, uh, there's something called the Global Terrorism Database, okay? And this is a very important, and if you don't know that database, please search it, Google it. It tracks terrorist attacks. In 2020, we had major concentration and intensity, both in Central South America, Mexico, and the United States. These terrorist organizations have planted themselves all throughout urban and rural communities. They're here. We've already identified three possible cells in middle America, which my team and I are right now are trying to flush out and investigate. We will okay, have... so hold on. I, I know you can't give away your strategies, and thank you for doing that work. But how... One of the, I, I want you to cover it. I'll let you continue, but I want you to cover how we reverse this. So you talk about flushing them out. I'm interested in what that means. So how how we reverse what's happening and what's going on, um, really quick, even our law enforcement across this country have been doing active um, terrorist attacks to school systems, and I'm going to explain what that is. So Hamas and Hezbollah and all of them want to target soft targets. What are soft targets? That's malls, schools, um, synagogues, churches, things like that, uh, sporting events. So they're going to rush like they did on October 7th. School systems take hostages, murder children on film. They want shock and awe. This is already one scenario that's being actively um, trained with our own law enforcement. This is straight from the mouth of deputies that I personally work with. And so how do we stop all of this? Well, first and foremost, we have to, we have to identify it. We have to be educated on it. And we, know, we have to know that the threat is here. Not coming, but it's actually here. And then my organization, Women Fighting for America, has created what's called MEET, M-E-E-T, the number for America, so meetforamerica.org. And we are going to be training citizens on how to be um, certified emergency response teams, how to identify active shooter terrorists in your community, what to do if these things happen. Um, Also, lawfare, tactical civics, what's really going on in this country, because without tools in your tool shed, proper ones, the right ones, we will be defenseless because we have a a defense issue because our own federal government is not defending and protecting the American citizens nor this country and borders. Okay. And Hold so on, look, look, we I, have to take this into our own hands. I, I love what you just said because that brings me to a point called militia and the distinction militia. And how is that in alignment with what you're doing? Well, you know, the founding fathers, you know, militia is a very um, toxic word with the left and the liberal. They like to say you're trying to uprise and, again, fall under that insurrection. Um, I, I, I believe that there's always a time and a place for everything that the founding fathers underneath the law of the Constitution. I do not believe in violence. I don't believe in raising up arms against um, our government. What I do believe in is training and using the Constitution and the laws that we already have to defend and protect the sovereignty of our country. We have a foundational document called the Constitution, and we also have the Bill of Rights. So when we understand what our duty 
and I love that word duty, as citizens are, we can actively be participants legally, lawfully, peacefully in the um, security of our nation for future generations. And that's what we're trying to accomplish with meetforamerica.org. I love it. Well, we'll put that out there in, in the description and people can click and go. And, you know, everybody that's listening today, this is a really special show because I think there's a turning point that we've hit where it's now time for us to really kick into gear, really high gear, being proactive like Christy is pointing to. And thank you, Christy, for giving us a vehicle to do that. And I know there have been others like Jeffrey Prather has done some work, but, you know, across the country, there have been people who have tried to empower we the people to take control of this situation that has left us so out of control, frankly, very vulnerable. You know, when you talk about there are going to be more situations with the children, it's very heartbreaking. I worry for our kids and I worry for the teachers that protect them and, and the synagogues and the churches where this is going to be. And that's why it's so important that we have our Second Amendment rights. These Second Amendment rights are a way for you at one moment in time. If God forbid something happens, you have the ability to step in and be the hero. And I don't mean that for your gratification. I don't mean that for you to become something in history because nobody wants to be that history, right? But you had that moment in time to be the person who steps in and saves lives. So the question is, are you willing? Do you want to? Because it's really that simple. We have to take control of this. And, you know, I say that to myself. I'm a bit of an optimist. I keep thinking, well, you know, it's, it's going to work out. God's got this, you know. Well, God's got what we are willing to deliver. It's a two-man show here. And I don't believe we can be naive any further to think that, well, God's going to come in and sweep us off our feet and everything's going to turn out. You mentioned something about the soft targets. How do we protect those soft targets. I think you're right. I think we're headed into a cataclysmic situation, and I'm not sure there's a way to avoid it, but perhaps there's a way to mitigate it. Talk more about your organization, Meet for America. What will people learn? How do they participate in terms of how much time does it take? Give us a little bit more information about it. Absolutely. So Women Fighting for America is the website that's the easiest place to go to, and then you can click to go to the meetforamerica.org website. But Women Fighting for America, WFFA.WIN. Um, Meet for America was birthed out of um, a culmination of me and my security team's um, years of experience, 25, 30 years. Um, in theater, in theater, war zones, different things like that. You know, there's no I in team, Jen, and we are all have to be in this together. That's what the founding fathers wanted. We need to be in community with each other. And I think, you know, the left wants to divide, and that's part of the tactics, by the way, is division. And so I don't care if you're a Republican, Democrat, independent, LGBT, whatever you want to label yourself. If you love this country, you love the Constitution, you believe in the foundation of this nation, you believe in freedom and your rights, and that the federal government doesn't have the rights to overstep. Um, you know, we have to come together. And so Meet for America, when we meet, Meet, by the way, stands for Mobilize, Equip, Educate, and Train. And when you have those four pillars, um, you're very successful. And so we're learning to be in community with each other. You have to be the eyes and ears and the heartbeat and the feet and hands of your community to protect the most vulnerable. 
So Meet for America is going to give you those tools. It is an intensive it is not a speech. It's not um, you're not going to go and hear a bunch of speakers bloviating about themselves or all of their knowledge. But what you're going to get is true hands-on, roll up your sleeves training to become an emergency response team. Um, you're going to learn how lawfare. You're going to learn how to elect constitutional um, politicians locally and on a federal scale. You're going to learn how to be the eyes and the ear for free, fair elections. You're going to learn how to ha- have tactical civics, um, the proper way that the foundation of this country was meant um, for you to be a participant in your communities all the way up to the highest level. You're going to have um, the, the skill sets that you need to protect and defend uh, those soft targets. Um, you're going to learn how to work with local law enforcement. That is so key. We have to be in community with our local law enforcement and first responders. So this is probably the most valuable uh, two days that you're going to spend with incredible leaders, with incredible experts. We are bringing in deputy sheriffs, border sheriffs, special forces guys, lawyers um, to train you on on, and and get you activated so you can be a full-time participant in the future of freedom and liberty for this country that will long last your time here on this great earth. Beautiful. On that note, I want to take a break. And uh, Christy Hutcherson with Women Fighting for America. Everybody go to her site, WFFA.win. Get involved. Get educated. I love this. Mobilize, equip, educate, and train. Meet Number four, America.org. Love it. Love you, Christy. Thank you so much for calling. I can't thank you enough. This has been a phenomenal education, and we'll we'll have you back again real soon. And uh, thanks so much. Thank you so much for having me on. God bless you guys, and as always, God bless the United States, and good luck in Maryland. Love to come up there. Uh, there's so much going on in Maryland as well. Good luck to you. We, we will have you up here. We will have you up here, girl. Okay. Thank you. Have a great day. All right, everybody. We're going to take a quick break. I'd like to thank our sponsor, Sweeties on the Creek. We're scooping now. TotalWellFit.com, a great site for health and wellness products and services. And we'll be right back. When was the last time you had freshly made ice cream or candy? Sweeties on the Creek offers a wide selection of fresh, creamy ice cream made with natural flavors. Stop in for a new fun flavor or a classic yummy favorite perched on a freshly made waffle cone. Just in, Sweeties has a huge assortment of candy, including freshly made, in-store delicious chocolates. Your young ones will love all the plush toys and fun gifts, too. Sweeties on the Creek, just up from Market Street. We're scooping now. Welcome back. It's Jen, and I have with me in studio Dr. Brenda Chem, the Honorable Dr. Chem, and we are talking about lots going on in the nation. And Brenda, you are running for Congress, and this is nothing more serious than what we just talked about. The weight of the world, if you will, is on the shoulders of the patriots in Congress. Now, if somebody's a rhino or if somebody's a a uh, not America first person, Mm -hmm. they are against us. And we need to start discerning who's for us and who's against us and get super duper clear. And I think that's starting to really show we can see the people for true colors and and the American people are waking up. Uh, There's some groups, though, that aren't fast enough. I mean, if you look at the black community, the black community has been amazed, amazed, I think, at what they're learning 
Like I, I went to an event with um, Kim Klasick in Baltimore and saw Bernie Flowers there. And so, you know, I, I look at the future of where we're going is in the hands of the Hispanic community and the black community because that group of individuals has been, I think, in a lot of ways misled. I, I want to say lied to, really, about what people's intentions are for them. And, you know, when you look at America first and you look at Make America Great Again, it's, it really is just what it says. I mean, it really is so straightforward. There's nothing hidden. But I think that uh, so I, anyway, I, I ramble, but go ahead and, and give us give us your pitch. Why are you running for Congress? Thanks again, Jen. I appreciate it. You know, I'm running for Congress because I can no longer be that um, couch Republican with all that has been going on in the last three years, all that has unfolded in front of our eyes, all those things that are are working against us regarding the economy, um, how we're educating our children in the school system or what schools foresee as priority in educating our children, knowing their pronouns, which pronoun would you like to be today versus, you know, ABCs and one, two, threes. Um, Certainly now the border, you know, all those things are, are in front of us and it just makes you pull back and say I don't agree with this but what more can I do okay I don't agree with what's all going on in our country but what can I do about that energy you know that fire in my belly that's saying this isn't right what is going on you can't complain anymore you've got to be in the process of affecting change for our country because it's going down a bad, bad path. Well, you know, when you listen to what Christy just shared, you know, we are we are sunk and we don't even know it. It's and and you know, when you look at free and fair elections, it, there's no question. I mean, she just verified it for us. People like myself and we've done the homework. We know the data. We know we know what the systems are doing to tank these elections it's not a mystery there there are many very educated smart data people who look at the cd6 race that neil parent ran and they think neil won but neil didn't have the money to fight a million dollar lawsuit so back to the lawfare they're winning and we can't fight them because it's too damn expensive so they're getting away with cheating in these elections I mean, Neil was winning until election through election day, and then the next day they come in with a with a ballot dump. There's no way data. I mean, statistically speaking, there's no way every single ballot that came in for thirty thousand or whatever the number was huge was all Democrats. It's just it ain't possible statistically. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm certainly not going to speak ill against Neil. He's my friend. He's my brother in Christ. And uh, I work closely with him in the Maryland General Assembly. I I consider him my friend. Uh, So now, you know, I'm running for the seat that he ran for twice and didn't uh, have the votes to, to win and to be our next congressperson. And I'm hopeful that my message and the people who we need. Now, we know we're not going to reach the 
far left Democrats to join us, to be a part of the conservative conversation. Well, let's talk about that. For they're a just second. they're so, not going to join us, but the moderate Democrats, the ones that do agree with some of the uh, tenets of Republicanism, but they don't realize that they're probably more conservative than or not. And the independent, what we call blue dog Democrats. Yeah, absolutely. But, but let's talk about something because I grew up in Montgomery County. Mm-hmm. I know Montgomery County very well. I was Miss Montgomery County when I ran for Miss America, so I know this county very, very well. Uh, went to Walt Whitman High School. Shout out to Whitman. So the thing is, Democrats don't know because nobody's telling them. Mm-hmm. Nobody's telling them. Mm-hmm. So. How do we tell them? Because I think there are Democrats out there who really do still want a free country. Oh, absolutely. They, they don't I want their kids slaughtered by terrorists mm-hmm. in school. They don't want to see, like Christy said, babies' heads chopped up like they did in October 7th in Israel. They don't want that. They're no different than you and I in that respect, but nobody's telling them. Right. Right. How do we tell them, Brenda? They don't. Those same Democrats that you're describing they don't support uh, affirming a, a identity f- different than what the child was born like believing that girls can be boys and boys can be girls and I men mean, the can psychological have babies impact and, on those kids is serious absolutely yeah. i have and i'm friends with democrats i go to church with people who identify in the democrat party i love them they love me we worship together and i have family members who are Democrats. So, but I know that there are certain values and belief systems that we agree on. Family, faith, freedom. Strong, that's it. Those three things are are the thread that keeps us connected. And to me, that's the core of being a Republican. I mean, there are other pieces, you know, smaller government and low taxes and things of that nature. But the core of being a Republican, all those things that we just named, your faith, your family, freedom, those things resonate in me as an African-American woman who identifies as a Republican. And I know they they resonate in people, uh, in another African-American woman who identifies as a Democrat. So you're right that maybe there's some loss, uh, 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 getting lost in the sauce. Maybe they may not know that, like. Because we kind of written them off, like mm-hmm. ah, we can't make a difference with them. Yes, you know, and I think I think that I know I've evolved. My goodness, I'm far more conservative today than I was 30 years ago. Mm-hmm. Uh, but some of that's maturity. Some yes. of that's waking up. As we up. get older, we yeah. pay attention. We have attention. a family. We look at our 401k. <laughs> We're right. thinking about retirement. Yeah, all those things it's, sort of you know growing up help us change. So, but, you know, if you think about people who are caught up in the, um, and boy, we've just got two more minutes, uh, you know, caught up in, in the in the web of trying to make it in life, you mm-hmm. know, sometimes it's easier to say, ah, take the government dole. But what, what I think people don't understand is that money's got to come from somewhere or you devalue the dollar, which is a whole nother show. But, mm-hmm. you know, we're, where we are right now is we have a, a, a declining economy, the business uh and we've covered a lot of this, the data is not accurate. Mm-hmm. Government is not telling us the truth. Right. Biden's in some illusion or delusion that we're in a good economy, and but the people's reality is different Absolutely. than what he's spewing. So just because they say something doesn't mean it's so. And we need to keep discerning between their words and what 
the truth the actual is. reality when you go to the grocery store. That's and right. How get do your people groceries. follow you? They can follow me on my website. You can go to www.brendacham.com. Let me spell it out for you. It's B-R-E-N-D-A-T-H-I-A-M.com. Brendacham.com. Okay, and then, Brenda, do you have a way for people to donate to you? They can donate there? Absolutely. You can find all that information on my website. You go there. There's a Donate tab. Awesome. Brenda Chen, great, running for Congressional Maryland 6th Congressional District. Everybody, have a great week. Get involved. Thanks to Christy Hutcherson. We'll have it uh, next Saturday morning at 9 a.m., another great show with Tom Renz, attorney from California. Radio 930. WFMB Frederick.